Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Light My Fire. Um, this is a solo episode today. Today we're going to be talking about um, basically anxiety management techniques um, and just anxiety one-on-one. And the reason why I've decided to talk about this is because I believe that If you experience anxiety in general, which if you do, I'm not surprised, welcome to the club, whether you have chronic anxiety or just experience anxiety every now and then, or you're experiencing the anxiety of just existing in a time of a pandemic, you're definitely not alone. Um, And... I guess it's so hard to find what lights you're in a fire if you're preoccupied with stressing about other things. So fair enough. And the point of this episode is just to be like, hey, anxiety is normal to a certain extent. There is things that you can do to help with it and to just, um, I guess learn techniques to deal with your anxiety before you move on to what do I want to do with my life? What am I doing here? What's, what do I enjoy? What's my purpose? You know, we have to start from the very beginning. We have to, um, create solid foundations, um, like a house. Think of it like a house you have to create. Hey, I know nothing about brickwork or anything like that. But I know that you have to have a solid foundation with, you know, the clay and the bricks and what have you to then build up the house to however you'd like it. You know what I'm saying? The house is within. Anyways, so let's get started. Um, I am super excited about this and you're probably thinking, why the hell are you so excited about talking about anxiety? Well, it's because, friends, I am well-versed in anxiety in the sense that I've experienced it most of my life. And this ain't my first rodeo. Um, You know, experiencing anxiety during a pandemic kind of feels like, yes, like I've been training for this, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's... in In some ways, it's like nothing new, really, in the sense of the mental health um, aspect and the tools that I've been um, building up in my mental toolbox for many years. So I'd like to share some of that with you. So anyways, let's start off at the very beginning. Um, Sometimes I do randomly sing and that's okay. You'll learn that about me. Um, Either you love it or you hate it, but um, so, uh, yes. So anxiety, what is anxiety? Okay. So anxiety is basically a feeling of maybe it's panic or, um, stress. And basically your mind and your body is trying to warn you about something. So basically, um, you might be, I mean, it, 
anxiety symptoms manifest differently in everyone, but I guess there is kind of general symptoms to look out for. Um, but at its very core, anxiety is trying to tell you something. And at times you're thinking probably like I have many times, why are you trying to warn me against this about ordering some bubble tea? Or why are you trying to warn me against meeting someone? Um, why are you trying to warn me against which like clothes, which item I should buy from the store back in the day where we could buy things in the store? Um, that seems like a while ago now. Anyways, um, yeah, so you're probably thinking, why is my anxiety trying to warn me against those things? Well, deep down, deep, deep, deep down in our subconscious mind, something is trying to tell us that we, that this is not safe, right? So this is a lot of stuff to process. If you're someone that experiences a lot of anxiety, then, you know, um, it is very, very helpful to process this with a psychologist, a trained professional who can help you kind of get to the core of why you get anxious about ordering bubble tea or like these kind of seemingly random events. Um, so basically, uh, anxiety is normal. Anxiety um, is trying to warn us against something that is seemingly dangerous. But the thing is that when anxiety becomes it's it's gets to the point where it's hindering our day-to-day life meaning we don't feel like we can leave the house we don't feel like we can call um, make phone calls or hang out with friends or meet new people or whatever it's affect it's affecting your day-to-day life and if it's going on for around six months or more these are the kind of warning signs that I would be looking out for um And it's enough to be potentially diagnosed with um, some form of anxiety, um, mental health problem, which is not a bad thing. Um, We are living in a time where mental health stigma is slowly declining, which is amazing. Um, at least in this society, I know it's not the case everywhere, but at least in, you know, Australia and many other Western countries, um, mental health is becoming, um, more of a com- an open conversation. Um, yeah. So basically symptoms that you can experience in anxiety could be, um, overthinking, racing thoughts, um, shaking, um, sweating, um, flushed face. Um, I, I, I'm really trying not to, but I'm really thinking of that Eminem song. It's like, arms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous. But uh, yeah, that part of that song. <laughs> and yeah, so... Anxiety can manifest in many different ways um, and I think it is um, a really good practice to at least reflect on 
how anxiety manifests for you um, and having those, especially having those kind of early warning signs for you. Like what do you notice when you start feeling panicky, stressed, anxious? What starts happening for you? Um, And actually reflecting on that, writing that down um, can help you to get to know yourself better. And yeah, so I mean, for me at least, um, I notice that like I, I, I kind of zone out a bit, like I can't focus as much and my mind does start racing. Um, I might get a bit flushed. Um, my heart might, might start palpitating, um, you know, rapid heartbeat, all of that. So I am very aware of the early warning signs for anxiety for me now. Um, and I have, as I said before in my first podcast, like I have, um, been on this kind of journey, um, for many years. And I mean, I started going to therapy like quite young. Um, and so I've had years of on and off therapy. I've done a lot of research, um, books, podcasts, um, YouTube videos, all the things, um, to learn about mental health and how to overcome mental health, um, and also, um, learn different techniques on, um, how to, I guess, um, you know, I I think the, the techniques help to, reduce and um, also prevent, um, you know, anxiety um, symptoms and, you know, potentially panic attacks, these kind of things. But I mean, I, I also have accepted along the way that it's, it is a mental illness and, um, you know, um, it has definitely reduced over the years. Um, but I'm not fixated on making it go away. Um, and that's, I I feel like accepting that has been such a relief for me. Like, it's like, Hey, I have anxiety and that's okay. And there's, um, some, there's been some amazing things that have actually come from that. Um, and I'm a real advocate for focusing on, um, the positives as well as, you know, the seemingly negatives or not so good things. Um, So the positives for experiencing what I've experienced in anxiety is being able to understand people who have anxiety on such a deep level. It's a kind of an unspoken thing like, I got you, like, I get you. You don't have to say anything, like, it's okay. Um, And then when people who don't have like chronic anxiety, but just like are are experiencing a moment of anxiety or stress or panic, I feel like similarly, like it's okay. Like I I feel like I'm able to hold space for them, reassure them that it is okay, that I can, you know, either support them, support them in whatever way they need in that moment. Like do they need to um, have someone just listen to them? Do they want advice? Do they want 
um, techniques do, yeah, like what do they want in that moment? And I feel like I'm able to really meet people where they're at so much more than if I didn't have that mental health awareness. Because at the end of the day, there's only so much that a textbook can give you, you know? Um, I think understanding mental health by actually having a lived experience is just, it, it adds so much depth. And so I'm so thankful for that. Um, so yeah, in terms of, um, feeling anxiety, um, feeling stressed, feeling anxious, same thing. Um, but yeah, feeling all the feels of panic and blah, blah. Um, you're not alone. And quite frankly, if you weren't feeling some form of confusion, stress, anxiety during this time, then potentially, well, I mean, I would be quite surprised because, um, you know, it, it's, it's a universal, um, experience right now. There is a lot of confusion in the world, um, uncertainty, all the things. So, yeah. Um, so basically bringing it back, um, I want to share some anxiety management techniques with you guys that I have learnt along the way um, from therapists and all the things that I mentioned before. And um, I'm actually really passionate about talking about this because I want to normalise talking about mental health and um, I teach this a lot in my mentoring program um, at work. Um, a lot of my clients with, um, that have autism, they, um, experience, a a lot of them experience anxiety. Um, and so I kind of got the idea for this episode because of that, because I was thinking like a lot of them don't, um, feel comfortable even talking about what they want to do with their future and like what their interests are because they're just so anxious about everything. And that has been a very common experience that I've realized. And so I'm like, okay, well, let's start at the very beginning and work on anxiety management techniques. So there's so many techniques out there and I just um, encourage you guys to find what works for you, what you reson- what resonates with you. So basically... Um, especially with the last episode, if you listen to the last episode with Lisa, she was talking about um, some things that helps for her um, and regular practices of meditation, yoga and journaling. Now, 100% yes, yes, yes. I am so for this. Um, Yoga for me, mm, I'd say it's probably more just stretching, but then what is yoga? Um, well, obviously it's a lot deeper than that, but I've found that sometimes going on YouTube and following YouTubers who do yoga, um, and especially during this time during lockdown anyway, um, when we can't go to yoga studios, looking up on YouTube, yoga for beginners, whatever, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, Um, I usually watch yoga with Adrienne. She actually makes yoga fun and like she has a 
she she kind of she makes fun of herself in a in a playful way like she laughs and has a bit of fun with it and um yeah it's just lighthearted and it's she's really good for beginners so she has a 30-day yoga challenge so I really recommend that yoga with Adrian. I'll put it in the show notes um and yeah so yoga even um workouts I've mentioned that before on YouTube as well um go on to meetup.com there is so many groups out there that are doing like zoom meetups um there's things about um also live yoga and workouts and whatever but there's also groups about just talking so like doing um talking about like mental health or self-development even guided meditations as well so then going on to meditation i Okay, so I have actually been to a silent meditation retreat. Now, for those of you who know me, I talk a lot. Like, I talk to myself. I talk to anyone on the street. Like, I talk. Um, but that's also funnily, like, contrasted with me just randomly, like... And I think this has come more since meditating stuff. Like I just will randomly like stop talking, kind of be a lot more introspective. And I feel like before I put a lot of pressure on myself because I was like, okay, well, I'm the talkative one. So I need to keep that up. And then more and more um, going on that journey of rest, like practicing self-love, self-respect and being compassionate for where I'm at I just kind of have moments where I'm like no don't want to talk anymore obviously that doesn't work in some context like work I mean I'm mentoring can't just be like no don't want to talk anymore but you know like maybe I'm with friendship group and I just don't feel like talking I'd just rather listen for a while and things like that um and not just feeling like I have to speak to fill up um, empty space you know what I mean anyways so yes um yeah so not talking what was I saying um yes meditation good <laughs> I've gotten so much better at this um with mentoring because like I've always been the kind of person that um goes on tangents so I've gotten a lot better to like bring myself back to my original point which I'm proud about because I'm getting paid for it so I probably should be do like you know um keeping to the point <laughs> um so yeah anyways meditation so I've found that um when I did the silent yoga retreat I mean it pushed me and challenged me in a way that I hadn't challenged myself because basically you go in you talk for the first hour of the retreat it's like a weekend um and then basically you are silent for the rest of the time um it was really relaxing um except for the meditation part (laughs) because I struggled to sit up and like you just have to go into this like hall And you just have to sit with your back straight and just like close your eyes and meditate in silence. And like, I I, I just, I'm a fidgeter. I really struggled with that. Because like when you fidget, you make noise. And then it's like, you don't want to be that person that's making noise. 
So I'm glad that I challenged myself. Will I do it again? Probably not anytime soon because I've found that meditation for me, I prefer laying down um, because I'm too distracted when I'm sitting up because like I get a lot of back pain and my shoulders get very tense. So like I'm just worried and preoccupied about that. So when I actually lay down on a yoga mat, um, I'm just so much more relaxed. So that's my meditation. Lay down on the yoga mat. I put one hand on my belly and one hand on my chest. And I listen to some either guided meditation or just relaxing music. Usually I listen to guided meditation on Insight Timer. Love that app. It's a free app. I am not sponsored by this, but I, I will tell anyone who will listen because... Insight Timer has an option for free, um, as I said, it's free. Um, it has an option for guided meditation, either live or pre-recorded. Um, and then also just meditating on your own. Um, and what I really like about it is that you, they've got a new feature where you're checking up on how you are in the moment, which is really cool. Um, so you're able to track that over time. So give that a go, download that, um, if you want to give meditation a go and journaling. So journaling, um, look up journal prompts or buy a journal that has already journal prompts in there to start off with. If you're struggling to put pen to paper, um, I find that the journal prompts are really good. Um, So they're the kind of like, I would say, the trio for beginning to um, build up your toolbox of anxiety management techniques. Um, So I find that they are really helpful. And in terms of mindfulness, I guess it's kind of a buzzword now. And you're kind of wondering maybe what the heck it is. So basically mindfulness is about being in the present moment and so mindfulness, being in the moment, um, a technique that I've found that is really helpful with that is thinking of the five senses. So what can you currently see? What can you currently smell? What can you currently taste? What can you currently touch? Hear, smell, taste, touch, feel. Yeah. All the five senses. Um, so that that you have no choice but to bring yourself back into the present moment. Um, and you can do that anywhere at any time. Another one is guided meditation. No, that's not what I was going to say. Uh, visualization is what I was going to say. So visualization visualizing, closing your eyes and visualizing a place real or imagined that makes you feel safe and calm. And so you can close your eyes for a moment and imagine that place. And, you know, obviously don't live in that place because reality is, you know, we've got to bring ourselves back to reality. Um, but just giving yourself a moment to kind of close your eyes and imagine yourself there, create that safe space for yourself, take a deep breath, open your eyes when you're ready and bring yourself back into the moment. 
nature is very important. Um, get yourself out there into nature. Put your feet on the ground. Take your shoes off. Walk on the grass. This ain't no hippie shit. This is real shit. Like, this is... I mean, this is literally backed by science putting your feet on the earth. Getting your hands dirty. Planting. Like, um, just getting your hands in the soil. It is actually so good for you. So do that. Um... And yeah, so there's some kind of beginner bite-sized anxiety management techniques. Um, It is also worth noting that the mind and the body is connected and um, all, I, I think I've talked about this before in terms of gut health is really important. So um gut health has been shown in recent times to be connected to your mental health. So look up things that like foods that are good for your gut, um, you know, and probiotics and probiotics, prebiotics, prebiotics. Yeah. Um, the stuff in yogurt and things like that. Um, but yeah, eat your veggies and stuff. So anyways, um, that's basically what I wanted to talk about mainly in terms of just anxiety management techniques. Um, so, you know, I think it's important to have these conversations with people that you care about, get these conversations going how are you? I mean, are you okay day just came, um, I think last week, you know, um, I think that's a great initiative. So let's ask the people around us, how are you? And be curious, ask, what do you do when you feel anxious? Like what kind of techniques do you have? Um, do research about this and, and ask people what works for them and kind of trial it and see if it works for you too. Um, you know, if you are at the point where you're feeling like maybe it's getting to the point where it's becoming unhealthy, the amount of anxiety that you're experiencing, um, you are not alone. There is so many resources available out there. Um, and if it's not the free, you know, counseling hotlines like Lifeline, Beyond Blue, things like this, then you know just going on to like psychology today and finding your own psychologist you can do telehealth on the phone or on zoom or whatever um and yeah talk to talk out to talk it out to your friends and family people that you love and care about um and as i said before get your self care routines you know, as a regular non-negotiable practice. Um, And so as you build up your anxiety management techniques, um, I think, you know, and and you start cultivating this, I think it will be a lot easier to then put your attention elsewhere to things like what lights my inner fire? 
So, um, yeah, I think it is, if you are new to this, to self-development, healing, mental health awareness, all the things, that's okay. Welcome. Um, And I think it is difficult to navigate depending on how old you are as well. Like, obviously, if you've had so many years of... um, you know, ways to cope that maybe aren't so healthy and aren't so productive when you feel these things, that's okay. Don't judge yourself. Um, Just remember that you're always doing the best that you can with the tools that you have available to you. And the, it's important to note the environment that you're in. It is very hard to Heal when you're in an environment that is not healthy for you. So remember that, have compassion for yourself, love yourself. Um, If you have any um, interesting mental health techniques, anxiety management techniques that you want to share, please connect with me um, on Instagram at lightmyfirepod Or if you have any questions or comments, feedback, um, I would love to hear it. Um, Thank you so much for your support as always. And yeah, take care guys. See you in a fortnight with our guest, next guest episode. Whoop.